Hi, I'm Vicki Bolson, and welcome to Taking Care in Business, a podcast I created out of my passion for using business as a force for good. From environmental practices to social impacts and all that falls within the realm of corporate social responsibility, I'm always curious about how organizations are taking care in business. Well, hello, and welcome back to Taking Care in Business. We're going to do something a little different today. We have um, what I would like to call a corporate social responsibility expert. His name is Kumar Vijayendra, and he is the author of the book, The Sustainable Entrepreneur. And I get questions from listeners all the time. Um, like, hey, what's the answer to this? Or can you talk about this? And I am so excited because I know he's going to be awesome at answering some of our listener questions as well as some of mine. Um, so welcome, Kumar. Thanks for joining us on uh, Taking Care in Business today. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you for having me. This is this is a passion project for me. This is not just an area of interest, expertise, research. This is a passion project for me. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like from my sleuthing of you that you um, you own a company called Footsteps. Yes, I own a oh. company called Footsteps. I've started another, but yeah, that's my current company. And is that a company that helps businesses uh, become more socially responsible? Um, no. In fact, I have a, a couple of businesses. Footsteps LLC is in a last mile delivery space. I have another business. I recently started it. That's a pre-employment drug testing. And my I am Kumar V Consulting. That's what helps businesses, small businesses mainly, become sustainable. Okay. Well, I mean, the book is great, and it covers a lot of the topics that uh, can can help companies answer those questions. One in particular that I found to be kind of the common thread with people that I talk to when they say, hey, why are you a B Corp certified company? Like, why do you say that you care about people and, pro and the planet over profits? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you get that a lot. And I'm just wondering if you can kind of share with our lay listeners a little bit about how, how it's, it is possible to care about people and planet over profits. Um, and still be profitable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's exactly what my book is about. The central theme is how can you stay profitable along with taking care of your people and the planet? I add another dimension to it, along with being aligned to your purpose. Yes. And, you know, until I say this, the sustainability of sustainability as a goal and as a shared vision Mm -hmm. is dependent on it, including all the four P's, one of which is profit as well, because you can't force a business to do something if it is not making sense for them, profit business-wise. What, what, you know, there are like tons of research which have proved this beyond point that when done right, it is always more profitable. Maybe not in the short term, but it, it is ultimately more profitable. It is important for your growth. I you know, when people ask me, hey, why you keep on talking about sustainability? Why do I do this? I tell them you want to do it because if you want to do practice sustainability and make it as a part of your core of your strategy to survive and to succeed. 
Do you want to survive? Yes. In business, do you want to succeed in business? Yes. This is the only way going forth. If you're not seeing it right now, help me show you how that's right. You know, I, I published an article, you know, we're getting in the meat of it here. I published an article in Forbes because again, you know, a lot of people, my, my clients, they were asking me the same question. So I published an article there, which essentially puts in puts it exactly from a business perspective. My niche is mainly focused around small businesses. So I say, you know what? There are five factor. I proposed a five factor model, a five factor reason why for the why. One of them is competition. Business, your success is dependent on how good or bad you are compared to your competition. This day and age, companies all around the world are moving to sustainability, small businesses, big businesses. If I see that there is, you know, if, if, there, if I as a consumer have two options, one of them is a company who cares about their people and planet versus other, well, of course, go for the, go for the one which does. That brings me to the second point, which is consumers. Again, there are tons of research which proves that, especially the younger generation, and that's such a ray of hope, especially the Gen Z, their consumer preferences are, you know, so much more aligned with the goal of people and planet. No small business can afford not to include them and, and sort of ignore them. So consumer competition, collaboration, sustainability offers you, if you're on this path, this offers you huge opportunities to collaborate with like-minded businesses, B Corp certified businesses in small businesses who are aligned with that goal. And because my clients are small businesses, I also talk to them some about the government incentives and you know global international incentives and stuff. If you're a small business owner, if you're a business owner who wants to say, hopefully sell off your company someday, business valuation is one of the key components. Rather than being in the regular race of business valuation and VCs, there are VCs and there are companies, investment companies who just wanna invest in companies that are sustainable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I give out, I I give out these five reasons to make people understand, to make business owners and business people understand in the language in which business people understand it better. Okay, let me go over them again. I've, I've been writing these down. Competition, consumers, collaboration. What were the other two? Government incentives, government and other incentives that are available. Okay. And business valuation. Business valuation. Okay. Gotcha. Yes, I know there are definitely companies that are um, only investing in uh, sustainable-minded, mission-driven organizations now. And so that is definitely something to, to consider. So th these, are, these are great. I thought you were going with five Cs there for a minute. I was like, okay, competition, consumers, collaboration. And then I was thinking you were going to say competence. Because to me, that's that's one too, right? You have to have confidence in your field. Um, and then I was like, what would the fifth C be? <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? But, you know, these five points have essentially come from, uh, you know, talking to multiple clients and multiple small businesses. You know, they have this question, people who want to, who are looking, who are a startup, who want to sell off their business. They're like, tell me if this will help my business valuation. And that's when I'm like, okay. People, you know, and that's when I did, I studied, I did my research and I told them, yes, and this is how. 
mm-hmm. and you know so on and so forth so it's essentially feedback from clients depending on all the factors that they are looking at and i tell them that every single factor you pick up this makes sense mm-hmm. yeah no this is that's great stuff so what is the is the best piece of advice if a company's reaching out to you and they know this is important they know they need to i don't know have a shift in their thinking about approaching things sustainably what is or are the the pieces of advice that you would give them so you know the number one and the most important thing is you know as long as you're as long as any small business or any company is practicing sustainability like a good to have a nice to have something on the sides just for a certification that doesn't help what i tell them make sustainability as the core of your business strategy mm-hmm. weave your business strategy around that so i invite my clients and invite everyone to look at their core business strategy and start with what i call a 4p framework it's it's a widely accepted you know, it's a widely talked about framework look at your business strategy look at if you, if you want to make a decision about business expansion evaluate it from the four p's is it making sense for is it good for your people is it good for the planet is it aligned with your purpose your core values your mission and is it profitable mm-hmm. and these four p's are like the four legs of a table you you cannot say that you know what i don't want to care about one of these p's and be okay with the rest three the table will not stand it it'll not be a firm table mm-hmm. so number one mainstreaming sustainability as the core of your business strategy rather than uh, something on the fringe nice to have this is where companies falter because when we are operating at when we are looking at it from a nice to have uh, something on the fringes then you are looking at it more as an expense item and then com- that weans off businesses then they say okay you know what i'm spending x amount of dollars is that giving my money back and then they start but that's the wrong way to look at it mm-hmm. when you make it at the as the core of your business strategy then it just transforms that's when your profitability your growth your survival your success everything gets weaved in and that's that's the main that's that's my main message mm-hmm. um so if a company is doing you know they've got a you know recycling bins in their you know their kitchen area or their common area and you know they've they've even gone so far as to divide it out between plastic and paper and but that's that's it that's what they're doing but they want to expand and they're like we just don't know what else to do what mm-hmm. are some um areas that you would send them down to research and consider while remaining within the four p's so you know again um this is this example is a great example um a company doing that is great but you know again i'd say again this is on the fringes you know when a company is doing that then you know the owner or the cfo evaluates it from the perspective of okay how much money we are putting in and what are we getting out of that what i'm saying what i'm asking for is a paradigm shift so don't start there that's one of the things which you can do start from the basic 
what essentially what your product is, who are your customers, and then weave it from that. Let's let's take a couple examples. And then once you operate from that central strategic perspective, mm -hmm. then you can go ahead and find 20 such solutions. You know, let me let me uh, you know get to your example again. If I have a company and if I'm doing all my recycling properly, but then if I'm not efficient in my resource utilization, I'm not sustainable. What you do know? you mean by that exactly? Research utilization? Resource utilization. Resource utilization. What do you mean so, when you say that? For example, if in my process, if my processes, if, if I have a little small manufacturing plant and because, and the processes are not optimized, then I'm wasting resources and all the resources are coming from the earth. Ultimately, you know, if you are so, so resource utilization efficiency, if you don't have resource utilization efficiency, you're wasting your, your uh, material resources. You're not utilizing your people properly in the whole process because your process is not systematically done. Then you can be doing this on the fringe, but essentially you are you know the waste waste here is much more than what the the value we are adding yes okay so when you talk about resource utilization efficiency that's a core strategy a that adds profit b if you are saving on your resources if you are if your processes are optimized you are actually uh, you are actually helping the planet as well i'll share a quick small example here um, Unilever, um, one of their factories in in England somewhere, Trafford in England, someone came up with this nice idea. They said that, you know, all of us consume teas. Unilever has a lot of brands of teas. They said that, you know, um, that, that whole thread we have uh, uh, with, with, our, with our tea. They said that if we can reduce that by, say, 20 millimeters, just that, that's going to save over 20,000 pounds of paper in just one factory, uh, um, tree. It was going to save more than 20,000 pounds of trees and wood just from one factory. Now, this is an example of mainstreaming it. A, that's saving the planet, resource utilization, kind of, you know, saving every single, every single inch of, uh, every single millimeter of the thread. That also adds to your profit. So these kind of strategies are what I get my clients to talk about, to start thinking about, you know, kind of taking a step deeper rather than just the next immediate next thing. Yes. Gotcha. That makes total sense. That, that's, that was a really good example too. Um, how do you get buy-in from employees for uh, this kind of a, I like your word paradigm shift. How do you get the buy-in? You know, from my experience in my company and my clients, people always, you know, all our employees, people want to work for a mission bigger than themselves. Every human being wants to work for a much larger mission, a much grander mission. Getting a buy-in from people, I think, is an easy job when an owner, a business owner or a company head act, is actually committed to that. So essentially... You know, in my second recommendation to my business, my clients, I tell them the first was make it as the core of your strategy. The second, I, I tell them wear it on your sleeves. So when you tell people that, hey, you know what? Our company is not just about the dollars profit that goes to me and to everyone else here to the board, 
to to everyone on you know the ceo and the cfo we want to go ahead and impact the farmers in our local community we want to go ahead and impact the city that we are serving we want to go ahead and impact the food you know through the food bank people who do not have enough resources and we want to go ahead and create a positive impact on the planet on our children's future when people see that they relate to a much bigger cause than their just everyday job coming in and going going back to their homes so but then companies need to walk the talk mm-hmm. so that's why when you are mainstreaming that as a strategy as a central strategy then people are like okay you know what my employer actually cares you know just imagine if you and i were to apply for a job will you go for a company which is causing a lot of waste and does not treat their people well versus another which is taking care of people planet and is aligned to a purpose much higher than just their regular profit right. and that's where the answer is yes yeah i um i totally i'm drinking your Kool-Aid for sure i mean that's what i built my company on but i i and i I'm imagining what you're going to answer to this, but I get asked a lot, does operating a socially responsible company, and I'm using that term just because a sustainable entrepreneur to me is a socially responsible entrepreneur. And I know Mm -hmm. from your perspective, the sustainable entrepreneur is really in that specific space, but Overall, whether you're a sustainable entrepreneur or you're a socially responsible entrepreneur, um, I get asked all the time, does it help you with recruitment? Does it help you with retention? Retention, yes. Uh, Again, retention, but retention, yes, but only A, you're actually practicing it. And as I said, you're wearing it on your sleeves. You're letting your people know you are involving them in that whole process. Mm -hmm. You're accepting and inviting suggestions from people about how we can make the planet better, how we can make your life better, how we can make the, the, the city, the society where we are serving better, because people come from the same place, you know, you know, especially small businesses are my clients. Most of the small businesses employees come from, you know, a geographical area, 30, 40, 50 miles nearby usually. And if you're giving back to their community, people love that. So retention, yes. Recruitment, again, mostly people go and visit your website when they are applying for your job. Usually people do that. They actually take a quick look. If your website, again, wearing it on your sleeves, if your website talks about a mission and talks about the actual impact which you're creating, you know, beyond what you're doing, it actually attracts me to you compared to your competition, compared to, you know, if someone else is not doing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, retention for sure that we found uh, again based on my working with the clients recruitment again depending on how how much you you are wearing it on your sleeves. Uh huh. Yes, that makes total sense. Yes, how much you're, um, you know, telling your story and how much that story is resonating and the kind of brand awareness that you have, uh, in the marketplace. Um, that 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 makes sense. So for companies that are, you know, actively pursuing a, a excellent 
process, a continuum of and concern for excellence in sustainable business practices. Mm-hmm. What are things that this the most like that that speak to every type of industry, every kind of um, size of company? Mm-hmm. Obviously, recycling it's kind of a no brainer. You know, it's like if you're not if I go somewhere and I've had them offer me a water and they give me a water bottle and they don't have recycling, I'll just take it with me and I'll recycle it on my own. But that seems like an obvious. What are some other, you know, things that companies can do, whether they're small or they're big, that you Mm -hmm. can tell our listeners about being a sustainable company? So, you know, uh, my answer to this might be a little repetitive. Number one, it is really important. You know, I I respect and I adore all the strategies that we are, all the kind of, you know, the, the approaches that we are following. Recycling is an example. But I think a tangible solution, an actual solution to the share, for the shared vision that all of us have as a humanity when it comes to our planet, our people, it will not, we will not be able to attain that until sustainability is the core of your business strategy, you know, and sustainability has evolved as a concept, you know, it it evolved from, from philanthropy earlier to social and environmental justice, you know, to social and environmental justice and corporate governance to being on the fringes. And now is the paradigm when we are talking and we are in the initial stages in this paradigm. Now we are talking about mainstreaming it in your strategy. So that's number one, you know, uh, if you're doing anything on the sites, I, I adore you for that. But then you, I, I think companies are missing the big picture. The big picture is get to the drawing table, the board, the owner, you know, any scale company, get to the drawing table, define your product, define your processes from the metric of the four P's. Look at your product. Is it making sense? So essentially mainstreaming it in in your strategy is number one. And then, as I said, again, being repetitive, putting it out every single place, like wearing it on your sleeves, mainly because there's a good cause. People relate to it. Your consumers relate to it. You will have collaborations, people asking for collaborations. You'll shine better than your competitions. You will be seen by, if you want to go ahead and sell your company someday, so essentially, you know, all of that adds value. So mainstreaming in your strategy, number one, wearing it on your sleeves, talking about it a lot. And then the whole aspect of, you know, continuous operational improvement, resource utilization, efficiency, you know, they, they, there's a lot of talk already about that. But again, that not just as a siloed approach to get more profit, make more money, but from the four piece. Yeah. So, I, my my one single statement, my one single recommendation is, you know, we, we've done good work by doing things which are easy, like recycling. If someone is not doing that, uh, you know, I, I can't say anything to that, you know. <laughs> Shame <laughs> just, on you is what I yeah, said. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, of course, you know, that's what it is. That's basic. How can you not do that? Right. But then now I'm inviting you to look at it. When you look at it as the as the centerpiece of your business strategy, that's when you start making, that's when you start attaining growth and making much more profit doing that. 
because then everything is weaved in. Yeah. So that again, you know, uh, and I'm time and again, I'm saying the same thing that this paradigm shift, hey, how do I make it the center of my core? For example, you know, I'll, I'll take a completely different example. There could be various reasons why we behave nice to people. One could be, hey, we behave nice to people because we want them to talk nicely to us and stuff. That's kind of doing it on the fringe. But then what I'm inviting all of us as, as business owners in a different perspective to do it because that's who I am. You know, sort of at, at my core, if I operate from that, it's totally different compared to putting up a, a, a fake smile in a communication, you know? So a totally different example, something is much more understandable, but not just, let's not stop at just doing the fringes. Go ahead, talk to your board, have a meeting, reevaluate your entire business strategy. This doesn't happen in a session, even with my clients, it takes a couple months and quite a few sessions before everyone gets that. But then only people who do that then they are on a different trajectory altogether. Yeah. So don't you think you can smell when it's inauthentic with the company? Yeah. And, you know, that's the worst thing that, that can happen. Mm-hmm. When your employees smell that you're not walking the talk, you're not aligned with what you say is your vision. You're not aligned with the goals that you putting out that, hey, I care for my people. I care for the place. I care for the planet that's the worst thing that can happen people lose respect people quit at at you know at huge rates and i think you know i, I believe in karma i think that's the right thing to happen yeah yeah I right. mean here but that's the right thing to happen to such organizations which don't walk the talk yeah no i i mean i agree i think um it, whatever a company chooses to do needs to be authentically created or else it is, it's not going to work. You know, you're not going to be able to stay um, uh, just true to what processes you have put in place, whether it's operational or it's, you know, sort of mission driven or related to benefits for your, you know, employees or whatever it is. It needs to, it needs to come from the heart for sure. Um, I've had people say to me, Hey, we want to get B Corp certified like you, because it would be really good marketing for our business. And that is ding, ding to me, Mm -hmm. a a concern because what I would have liked to hear is I think we might align with the B Corp tenants. And can you help me identify if that's the case? Because that's when it's authentic. And the stories that will be told and, you know, the brand awareness will be true, you know, true to your, your story and the relationship that you will have with that person, you know, whether, or stakeholder, whether it's Mm -hmm. the public or the team or your board of directors or whatever. So yeah, that's a red flag when you want to do it because it'll be good for marketing. And unfortunately, uh, you know, there are many organizations operating in that paradigm. They've put a nice word for it in the whole literature. They call it greenwashing. Companies are, you know, that's why they want to do. And that's where, you know, that's where I spent all the countless hours studying research and actually working with people. 
what I go on screaming on at the top of my lungs is that, hey, you know what? Let's take a step back. Let's sit down and talk. If you sit down and talk and if you actually do the numbers, if you actually make it as the, as the centerpiece, as the authentic centerpiece of your strategy, you will even make more profit. Right now, because companies are just and businesses are just doing it to look good, to get a certification, to maybe get a couple more clients, people will catch you. Your competition, your your consumers, they'll catch you. Why do that? When when you can do this and make profit. Yeah. If you do it the right way. Yeah. Right? It's not just an ahead of expense, you know, it's not just an expense head. It is an integrated, it is into who you are as, as an organization, the core of you. Yeah. Well, and I, I just, you know, I am a believer that uh, profit can be more than just money. The profit can be the peace of mind, the uh, joy it brings you to have an impact on, you know, um, the, 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 planet or whatever, you know, your, whoever you're impacting. Um, and I think that you can't pay for that kind of stuff, right? You can't buy, uh, contentedness or impact. That is something that can only be, um, uh, uh, received by using your, you know, your time and your talent, not just your, your treasures, you know? I I totally agree with you. I was, you know, when I was in my business school, I, I did a research as a part of my MBA school curriculum to exactly try to understand this concept, you know, in a little different, that was focused more on purpose, but that's aligned to what we're talking about here. If you, and, and again, I found evidence based on all the research that we did, and I, I wrote a paper then, it's, it's been quite a few years to that, but it was found that organizations which have a clear purpose set out and who are aligned with them in their actual operation, are actually, they are, they, they grow and they succeed much more. Yeah. Most of the organizations and most of, you know, the people I know and successful businesses that all of us know who, you know, who are out, they are driven more by a mission and impact rather than just the next dollar value. Yeah. You know, you and I would not want to go ahead and collaborate with someone who is just like, okay, you know what, in this transaction, if I'm making a uh, benefit or not, no, that, that, that's not how human connections, that's not how real connections, that's, that's not how growth happens. Yes. Well, I, I, you're speaking to the choir over here, Kumar. <laughs> I, I wish everybody could operate. I mean, this in the way that you've, you know, discussed today, because it, I, you know, it just would make the world a better place. And Lord knows in this climate right now, we, we all need some positivity, I think. So, so thank you for answering these questions. I want to make sure we tell our listeners where they can find your book. Uh, my book is available on Amazon, uh, one of the easiest places to find it. And um, just to share on a side note, people have been appreciating and liking and loving it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago in the weekend of August 20th, 21st, 
my book hit the number one bestseller in multiple categories. I was I was surprised, but then it did. So, so people great. are somehow, you know, liking it. So people and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy yeah, you know, not for the not for the dollars again. I'm happy for even if it even if someone reads it and picks up just one thing, even if an an individual reads it and picks up one thing and goes ahead and tells to his employer hey, you know what, let's talk about how you're impacting the planet and how are impacting our lives. Uh, that will be a victory. That will be a win, you know? Absolutely. So. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. That's the spirit right there. Um, so again, if you want to check out Kumar's book, it's called The Sustainable Entrepreneur. As he said, it's available on Amazon. And also you have a website, I am Kumar com, but it's I am Kumarv. K I am Kumar V. So essentially, V, v yes. last name, I'm Kumarv.com. Yeah. Yes. So if but, you want to check him out for everything else he's doing, you can go there as well. And thank you so much for joining me today. Vicky, it was a pleasure talking to you. It is awesome connecting with people who are aligned on the same mission, the shared vision of making our planet and a life's much better for our future generations than we inherited. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you. I had a great conversation with Kumar, and these are my takeaways. The Sustainable Entrepreneur is a great book. It is full of practical information. And I truly believe that anyone who is running a business or thinking of starting a business should have this book on their bookshelf. What I'd like to see Kumar do is create a landing page specifically for his book. Not only could he showcase the book, but he could also show what an expert he is in the field and promote himself as a potential speaker for events. In addition to that, this landing page could be a place for him to place his reviews, articles, links to podcasts. The space is full of a lot of noise, and I think this could help Kumar rise above the others. Taking Care in Business is hosted by Vicki Bolson and is produced by me, Morgan Hartman. Together, Vicki and I are part of the team here at Bolson Group. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to help support our show, please follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest news and updates, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Taking Care in Biz, that's biz with a Z, or by going to our website at takingcareinbusiness.com. If you have any questions, comments, or have a guest suggestion, you can email us at info at Thank you for joining us today and stay tuned for our next episode to learn more about using business as a force for good.